Welcome to the Sports Experience. Da -da -da. <laughs> Welcome to the Sports Experience, and today, it was bloody Sunday today. We're going to go over all the injuries that happened, including covering the NFC games. Let's start off with all of the injuries that happened. Are you ready for this? So many people got injured. It was, it was, it was like they were falling left and right. It was so weird. All right, ready? Okay, brace yourself. Running back Cam Akers suffered a rib injury in the first quarter, did not return against the Eagles. Wide receiver Devontae Adams suffered a hamstring injury in the second half against the Lions and did not return. Quarterback Tyrod Taylor did not play after suffering a chest injury in the warm-ups. Rashawn, Rashawn Jenkins with a groin injury left early as well. Now, here's where it gets really, really notable where all the star players start exiting. New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley is believed to have a torn ACL. That's his season right there. His season is gone. Running back Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, a highest-paid running back in the NFL, exited early against the Buccaneers with an ankle injury. He'll have an MRI Monday, so really it's all up in the air. They're hoping that the injury isn't too serious. Now, I'm so sorry, 49ers fans, because you have a lot of injuries. Ready? Nick Bosa likely tore his ACL in the first half of the Jets game. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo missed the second half after suffering a high ankle sprain. I watched that play. It was brutal. Raheem Mostert suffered a knee injury and did not play in the second half. Reports are that he had a mild MCL sprain. Running back Telvin Coleman exited the game with a knee injury. Solomon Thomas carted off the field with a knee injury. Then, I'm so sorry, Broncos, but your season's done now, or at least half of it. Drew Locke suffered a right shoulder injury in the first half and did not return against the Steelers. I watched that play. It was a brutal hit. Wide receiver Gordon Sutton exited early with a knee injury. Jermon Jones exited early with a knee injury. So, knees are getting taken out, I guess. Anthony Barr did not return against the Colts after suffering a shoulder injury. It's just, it, the, the list keeps on going. And this is one that was really weird. Can't see Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark exited early against Chargers because of an illness. So I must have been like food poisoning or something. But yeah, those are all the notable injuries and people are going to keep monitoring them. But there's so many star players that went down who exited the game early. It was so weird and so, so shocking to see guys like Saquon and McCaffrey exit the game early. Okay, I really want to hammer home the 49ers injury list. They have Richard Sherman already on IR. Then they have George Kittle, who is out for this game. Then Debo Samuel, also out for this game. Brandon Ayuk, out for this game. Now Nick Bosa, torn ACL probably. Solomon Thomas, injury. Jer Jimmy G, injury. Raheem Mostert, injury. That's like eight, that's eight of their star players. Gone. That's insane. All right, it's time for a segment I like to call Below Our Games. It's time for Below Our Games, the games that I don't want to talk about because they were boring, but we're going to gloss over them like they never even happened. First up on the Below Our Games chart, the Rams beat the Eagles 37-19 in a Below Our Game. Woo! The 49ers beat the Jets, even though almost their entire roster was injured, 31-13. That's a blowout game. Then, the Panthers lost to the Buccaneers, 17-31, where Tom Brady got his first career win as a Buccaneer. Woo! Blowout game! Then, the Lions lost to the Packers, 21-42, in a game where Aaron Rodgers continued his hot streak, and Aaron Jones popped off for three touchdowns. That was a blowout game. And that's all I have for blowout games. Let's get back to the weekly recap. 
All right, now that we finished off those blowout games, let's get into the games that people didn't turn off halfway through. Let's start off with the Falcons versus the Cowboys game, the second most notable Atlanta Falcons choke since 28-3. Yes, we're going to keep bringing that up. Now, the Falcons were winning 39-10 to going into halftime, but that's when they all fell apart and pulled the 28-3. The Cowboys then scored 24 points just to the Falcons' 10, recovering an onside kick at the very end, scoring 40 points and to the Falcons' 39. Great win for the Dallas Cowboys, which essentially saved Mike McCarthy's job. Now, Todd Gurley was hardly impressive. He had 21 carries for 61 yards on zero touchdowns. Essentially, he was forced by the rock, but really didn't have any much production from it. Matt Ryan had a pretty good game. Four touchdown passes for 273 yards. Now, most of that went to Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley had seven receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns. Now, I'm surprised they didn't target Julio more. Julio only had two receptions for 24 yards. That's crazy for a guy named for Julio Jones. It's crazy that he only got that much, and it's probably why they lost in the very end. I personally wasn't able to watch that game. I was following along on ESPN, but it looked like the Falcons, they were bad. They were they choked that game away. They were destroying the Cowboys. And in a game that where everyone thought that the Cowboys were going to easily mow over that Falcons defense, Dak Dal- Prescott had 450 yards and one touchdown pass. Now, the main reason for the choke is because the wide receivers for the Cowboys played amazing. C.D. Lamb had 106 yards. Keep in mind, he's a rookie, 106 yards, and Amar Cooper had a 100 yards as well. Great game for both those guys. Dalton Schultz, the guy's the replacement for Blake Jarwin, had one touchdown, 88 yards. You know, it was just a, more of a choke job for the Atlanta Falcons. Dak Prescott really led his team back. He had a couple rushing touch. He had three rushing touchdowns. A lot of them QB sneaks, which largely got them back in the game. And they recovered an onside kick, which essentially gave them the win. And they marched on the field and scored. Amazing choke job by the Falcons. Let's all laugh at the Falcons now. Something that something that should be mentioned is that the Falcons had 20 unanswered points in the first quarter, largely off of the fact that the Cowboys fumbled four times in the first quarter. They were essentially just giving the game to the Falcons, and the Falcons still lost. Okay, so I just want to cover briefly over the Washington football team versus the Arizona Cardinals. The only reason I didn't put this in the blowout category is because the score wasn't super huge differential, but Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals basically walked over the Washington football team. I mean, I know they they just played the 49ers, they beat them, and then they walked over the Washington football team. I think we all need to be scared of the fact that Kyler Murray is super, super good at those design quarterback draws, and the entire league should be frightened by the Arizona Cardinals. Let's finish off today's recap by recapping the Bears versus the Giants. Now, the Bears are now 2-0, which is a sentence that I didn't think I'd be saying. They beat the Giants 17-13, to largely thanks to the fact that Saquon Barkley injured his I believe it was his ACL. Yeah, he might have torn his ACL. So that means essentially that they played almost the entire game without Saquon Barkley. He only had four carries before he got injured. Daniel Jones tried to step it up, but he had one bad interception. It was really costly for them. And, you know, they just didn't have the wide receiver threats. Saquon Barkley being taken out of the equation essentially just ruined their entire game plan. The Bears didn't really have to even try to stop the Giants. The Giants tried to make one last-second push in the fourth quarter, scoring 10 unanswered points, but they were not able to get it done against the Bears' defense. Mitchell Trubisky too, threw two bad interceptions, two touchdowns, but only 190 yards. He missed 10 throws. You know, he's very inaccurate. Those two interceptions, they were awful. And David Montgomery, he got injured, I think, uh, at the very end of the game 
but he definitely played really great. Drake Cullen, who just got extended, he didn't have much production. He only had five carries for 12 yards. You know, David Montgomery largely carried that team on his back. He was the leading wide receiver for them with 45 yards and one touchdown. Allen Robinson didn't do super great, even though he just got extended. He only had three receptions for 33 yards. So not a super impressive game, really, and not anything that was one for the ages. But Mr. Trubisky still somehow hanging by a thread to that starting quarterback job. Thank you so much for watching. And always remember, go Chiefs and stay tuned for the AFC recap. On bl- Today was bloody Sunday. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience. Of all those, Chiefs!